Hi friends, I'm Paige. And I'm Abby. And welcome to a Love Like This podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of A Love Like This. First off, I just wanted to say a personal thank you so much to everybody who sent a kind message to my mom in regards to last week's episode. Uh, those messages really mean a lot to us and yeah, we're just really grateful for them. So thank you guys. We're really glad that you guys are getting a lot of wisdom out of these conversations that we're having. Except today's episode is not a conversation. It's just me today and I know it's weird. Paige isn't with me. It's weird that we're separated because twins are inseparable, but we're going to roll with it. It's going to be good. It's going to be fun. So today's topic that I feel very passionate about speaking on is, well, the title of this episode is called Be Set Apart, Dare to Be Different and Get Out of the Comparison Trap. So let's go. I hope you guys get goodness out of this one too. Okay, so around six or five years ago, no, six years ago, This was before I found my identity in God, by the way. But I wonder if any of you guys can relate to this. But six years ago, I was absorbed, head down, looking only left, looking only right, completely absorbed with the culture around me. And I know I'm only in college and I don't have many years of life experience, but something that I do have experience in, and I will without shame say that six years ago, I would have done anything for status I would have done anything to get approval, to get validation, to sit with the popular group in school. I would have done anything to just be seen. My parents instilled this in me since like day one and they still do it now. But they always tell me, be a shepherd, not a sheep. I think before any of us can do any real heart work and be the best people we can be, I think we need to be ourselves. So my question too is what is holding you back from being the most authentic version of yourself? For me, it was fear. It was the fear of not being loved. It was the fear of missing out. It was the fear of not fitting in. And can I let you guys in on a little bit of a secret? You weren't created to fit in. You were born to stand out. And I think in today's society, there is just so much extra crap put on us, like social groups, there's drama, there's social media, the constant need to be somebody that you're not. When I was absorbed with everything around me, my whole demeanor changed. My entire identity changed. I became oblivious to my family. I became oblivious about tomorrow. And this by all means is not me saying that being present is a bad thing. This is me saying that only caring about what other people think about you, then you striving to be exactly what they want you to be is a huge problem. And this is a question my mom mentioned in last week's episode. And I really had to think about this myself as well. But when you look in the mirror, right, do you analyze who you really are? I'm not talking about surface things. You'll look, no, no, no. I'm speaking about substance, the makeup of who you truly are, your gifts, your talents, and your mind, heart, and soul. Like what my mom was saying in last week's episode when she spoke about the core of who you are. If you're constantly trying and trying and trying to fit in and you're hanging out with people you know aren't going to bring you genuine, genuine joy, then there is a big problem. And I read a quote the other day that said, the world really needs you to be you right now. And that could not be more true. You see, some of you are hurting in ways that you don't have to hurt because you are putting yourselves in a position that you're not built to live in. I'm here telling you to be set apart, but guess what? You already are. Trying to keep up with culture, it will kill your contentment. It will rob you of your joy. 
Even freaking Jesus, I shouldn't say freaking Jesus, but even Jesus, the son of God, couldn't even please everyone. And we expect that we can. When you live out of a place that just change perspectives here, change who we are. When you begin to live out of a place that's not trying to please others and that's just living out of like authenticity, you live out of a place of purpose and not for proof. And I'm so excited to share this quote because this quote will be something that I will live by for the rest of my freaking life. It is the best quote I've ever been told in my life. So write it down. But my friend told me this when I was in 10th grade and she said this to me. She goes, there's two types of people in this world. And I said, what? No, there's billions of people in this world and we're all different. And she's like, no, no, no. There are two types of people in this world. There are people in this world and there are people of this world. You know, as people, right, as humans, we don't see, um, you know, we don't know people's hearts. That's God's job. God knows the ins and the outs of people's hearts, but we don't. But the thing that we humans tend to do and something that we can see is that we can kind of like observe people's hearts and what's going on on the inside through people's actions. And this can sometimes be a negative thing or it can be a really positive thing. If say I'm looking um, at someone who is bullying or putting somebody else down, I have no idea what's going on on the inside of them, but my immediate response to what they are doing is that they obviously aren't content with who they are, so they need to feed off of putting others down for their own happiness. I don't know why and if anybody else thinks this too, but and maybe it's because I'm out of high school now, but I think it's a common thing. And this hap- I'm sure this happens in adulthood too, but I think it's a really common thing that plays out in this world, particularly with teenagers where it's the common thing to be like everybody else. And I was this once, I was this person, so I'm not judging or hating on anybody, I'm just stating facts. The toxicity that this has in, say, a school environment is terrible. I mean, look at what's happening in schools lately with bullying. I got bullied because I did stand out, because I wasn't trying to please people, I was trying to stay true to who I was. And that only started beginning when I had this massive revelation of, wow, I don't actually have to fit in. And isn't it sad that the majority of the school day revolves around what's happening socially? There's a small minority of people who I know genuinely don't care and who won't get swept up in it. But if the culture of school is something that you are consumed with day by day, then I have a tip for you. Walk away. Walk away from what every single other person is doing and dare to be set apart. I dare to go talk to the girl who is different and sitting alone in the playground Because to be honest with you, at the end of the day, particularly as teens, this time of your life and in adolescence, it's the time where we're being shaped because at the end of the day, and particularly as teens and adolescents, this is the time of your life where you're being shaped into who you're going to become. And I know for me, I hate feeling jealous. I don't like being like everybody else. I don't like living of this world. But what I do love is learning more about myself, learning to become more kind and compassionate and loving towards those people around me. And can I just say that I learned so much about me when I did walk away from the social culture, where I did walk away and talk to the girl sitting alone in the playground. You know, the Bible says, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And it says this in Romans, and this quote has also changed my life and is a constant reminder to me and how I should be living. But it's Romans, it's in Romans 12 in my message um, Bible. 
and it says, don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You will be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what He wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings out the best of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. And so another question I have for you, and I know I'm saying, I have a question for you, but I really do. Where are you finding your validation from? You guys, six years ago, I would have deleted a freaking Instagram picture if I didn't get 200 likes and if I didn't get 100 comments saying, OMG, babe, so hot, I would take it down. And you know why? Because I was trying to find acceptance and validation from the people around me. And I thank God I found him because without him, I feel like I would have wandered off. So bad I would have wandered off. I think it's kind of like ironic, actually, that earlier I said, be a shepherd and not a sheep. But something good that God says is that if sheep or if a sheep wanders off and leaves a 99, he will go after that one. I like to look at, for, okay, this is an exercise that I do. And I don't know if you guys would want to do this either. But when I, when I find myself kind of wishing I was somebody else or I start wishing I had different things. I wish I had better eyebrows. I wish I had longer brown hair. I wish I was tanner or whatever. When I start to, or even when I start to question who I am and who it is that I want to become, I need it. I need something like snap me back basically to get me in the right headspace. And something that I do is I get a picture of me when I was little, like five or even like a baby. And what it does is when I'm looking at that younger version of myself is that I look at it and I'm like, wait a minute. No, I don't, because the world would be missing that. Like the world would be missing Abby. And the same rule applies for you is that the world needs all of the good things that you have to offer into it. But how can the world possibly change if you just act like it? If you're just like the hundreds of girls in your grade, knowing this after high school, and I'm sure people in adulthood can even learn from this as well, but no materialistic things and no social structures actually freaking matter. But do you know what does matter? You, your worth and your value, and you're never going to find it if you were being like the culture around you. I think a lot of the reason why we're trying to be like everybody else is because we are comparing who we are to the people around us. And this leads me to my next point that I wanna talk about, the comparison trap. You know, we've all been there. I know I've been there and it's so easy to fall into. And it's also really hard to get out of sometimes. I think that Social media in particular is where it's really getting to us. You know those times where you're unintentionally scrolling and scrolling and then you start asking questions like, why aren't I as pretty as her or why aren't I as successful as he is? And then you look outside and it's dark and an hour has gone by and don't worry, I'm guilty of this too. And then you get those really bad headaches from looking at the blue light for too long. Guys, I'm guilty of this as well. And I'm trying to get into a better regular practice of getting out of it quicker and recognizing when I do fall into the comparison trap and really practicing how I can get out of it fast. And what this kind of like unintentionally scrolling in this comparison trap will do is it will pull you out of reality and take you away from your lives. But the question is why? Why do we compare ourselves to other people? A psychologist named Leon Festinger wrote a book about this and he did like a deep dive into social psychology in comparison and something that he says is that People get a sense of validity and cognitive clarity by comparing themselves in significant domains against an objective benchmark provided by individuals they're comparing themselves with. 
And so what this basically means is that our brain's natural default is to look at things like they are categorized like that's a pillow or that's a lamp. But then we put value judgments over those things. And we do this to other people, but Sally, we do this to ourselves. More often or not, we are placing ourselves beside other people. And you hear this all the time and you see it in movies to stop comparing yourself because when another person seems to be at their peak and you're not at yours, well, then guess what we do? We attach negative judgments on ourselves in response to other people's lives, which sometimes looks like this. And this is what I like to call the I wish spiral. And I say spiral because when our brains get a negative thought and it becomes a pattern, we begin to spiral downward and this impacts our attitudes and then our behavior and then eventually has an impact on our relationships. And so the I wish spiral is the first negative thought where you tell yourself, I wish I had better eyebrows. For an example, a stupid example, but you get a thought saying, I wish I had better eyebrows. And then your mind is in tuned and then it goes down a spiral that is constant because you're placing this lie in your brain saying my eyebrows need to be as good as hers and then you start to change your eyebrows to look like hers and then you're not happy because yours will never look like hers stupid example I know but then it develops a frustration in you and it's going to affect your attitude to say your day girl like I'm angry that I don't have eyebrows like her and then you become unhappy because you have allowed yourself to fall Um, into a really low and negative place where you don't need to be. And I will tell you why. It's because becoming another person or becoming anything other than your best self, your most authentic self, it's unattainable. And trying to be like someone else is only going to be detrimental to your overall happiness. I don't believe, you know, I don't believe any human is supposed to stay tangible. We're constantly growing, evolving and changing. But It's actually really interesting because studies have shown that the more people who have frequent social comparisons experience more destructive emotions and behaviors. The essential main reason we make or you make yourself comparison is to judge your own worth and value from society. The psychologist goes on to say that there are two types of comparison. There is an upward comparison and there is a downward comparison. Upward comparison is basically when people compare themselves to people who are better than they are. And a downward comparison is when people compare themselves to who are less proficient than they are. So both can have a really negative and a positive impact. For an example, you see people who have low self-esteem fall into the downward comparison, meaning they tear other people's walls down instead of building their own because they have a low self-esteem and they try to get self-gain or self-worth or self-fulfillment when they see others people's limits and a person with a higher self-esteem will fall into the upward comparison and they'll begin to compare themselves to somebody who they think is better and they want what they have you know and both can have strengths and weaknesses so Jordan Peterson wrote the 12 rules of life and my dad got inspiration from his book I'm pretty sure obviously to develop his 85 life rules like you guys heard in episode four but basically in really, really simple terms. And I think Peterson talks about this in his fourth life rule about having like you can have a win-win, meaning if somebody else is winning, that doesn't mean you're losing. It seems like a paradox, but it's not that if you change the way you think and support people wanting to see them happy, it will actually genuinely make you more happy. And look, I think there's a healthy line in comparison hear me out for a second I think it's healthy to 
to sometimes look to people who inspire um, you and learn from them and get wisdom from them and take what's good from them and apply it to your life. But it's another thing to having your self-esteem because you don't have what they have and you don't do what they do. At the end of the day, you are uniquely crafted by a creator. And whether you believe that or not, that's so okay, but you are. And we're not all supposed to be the same. So ultimately, you can see the detrimental, almost unnatural negative things that can play out when we aren't being ourselves. So my advice would be to get out of the comparison trap, find your identity and validation, not by society, not by culture, not by materialistic things, social media and social status, but in the one who knew you before the stars were made. Guys, we are all on our own journey. And so I just wanted to encourage you guys to be set apart, dare to be different and get out of the comparison trap. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I don't know, it's just something that I really am passionate about. And at the end of this season, Paige and I are going to be sharing our entire testimony slash story. This is kind of going into a lot of detail in the areas of my life where I was lost and in the areas where I was trying to find validation from like school culture around me. Like it's just, it's really crazy to think about, but I think it's so important to think about. So yeah, I just wanted to encourage you guys to just really analyze who you are and know that you are uniquely made and that it's okay to be set apart and to go be different. So just let loose and enjoy life and have fun, but in a way that is carefree in the care of God, I like to say. So yeah, you guys, I hope you got some encouragement or some wisdom from this week's episode subscribe to our podcast if you're not already and follow us on spotify guys we hit a thousand downloads that's so cool that is so cool to us also you can follow a love like this on instagram post a lot of like behind the scenes stories and we want to ask you guys some q a questions for a future episode but yeah message us if you guys really like this episode we want to hear your feedback and don't forget to please give us a rating and leave us a review on apple podcast you guys this is community it feels like like we're building this community and thank you guys so much for listening we hope you enjoyed this week's episode and yeah next week i'm sure i'll be back with Paige. but bye guys